Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we continue to lift up those who are affected by the COVID-19 virus. We continue to pray for the first responders and all those in the health professions. We pray for peace in this land. We pray for our government officials. We pray that your word will go forward It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This weekend, parents will go through great lengths to choose a costume for their children as they prepare for Halloween. During the month of October, the television schedule will be filled with Halloween-based themes. Cities will announce official trick-or-treat schedules, although I do suspect lower participation due to COVID-19. Halloween has become a $9 billion holiday with candy, decorations, costumes, cards, and haunted houses on the list of expenditures. But I can say with certainty that the Holy Ghost will not come up in most conversations on Saturday. The Holy Ghost is the third person of the Trinity, and today I want to talk about the ministry of the Holy Ghost in believers. First, the Holy Ghost regenerates us. John 3 and 3 says, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus is teaching that we must be born from above. Before the Holy Spirit intervened in our lives, we were spiritually and morally dead. We had no interest in a relationship with God. The Holy Spirit transformed us from a dead sinner and gave us new life. Next, the Holy Spirit indwells in the believer. Paul writes in Romans 8 and 9, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. My friends, once we receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we belong to Jesus. There are many who claim to know Jesus, but until the Holy Spirit comes to visit you and stays, you are not the possession of Jesus Christ. When the Holy Spirit comes to stay, He lives in the clean temple within you. 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19 and 20 teaches, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Folks, since we belong to God, we have no business letting anything pollute us. With the Holy Spirit living within us, we have been given power over the flesh that seeks to corrupt us. Next, the Holy Spirit anoints the believers. 1 John 2 and 20 says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. My Christian friends, when you receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you become a discerner of all things because you know all things. In the Old Testament, the anointing of the Holy Spirit was temporary. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson, and he was able to kill 30 men. He was also able to kill a lion. But the Spirit of the Lord left Samson, but returned once more to bring down the temple of the Philistines. The Spirit of the Lord also came upon Saul, and he prophesied. The Spirit left Saul and came upon David. David still respectfully referred to Saul as the Lord's anointed. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Ezekiel twice. In the New Testament and beyond, the Holy Spirit remains forever with the believers. The purpose of this anointing is to teach us 
and to help us to understand. You find that in John 14, 26. Next, the Holy Spirit baptizes us as it did on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, verses 17 through 41. John the Baptist told his audience, I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Found in Mark 1 and 8. New believers are baptized in the Holy Spirit at their conversion, as taught in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 13, teaching, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body, Jew and Greeks, slaves or free, and all are made to drink of one spirit. My friends, when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit at conversion, it doesn't end there. Throughout the life of a Christian, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Peter was already converted when he stood up at Pentecost, filled with the Holy Ghost in Acts 4 and 8. Again, all believers are baptized into the Holy Spirit at conversion. When the Holy Spirit comes to prepare you for an extraordinary task, He fills you. Next, the Holy Spirit guides you, as Jesus explains in John 16 and 13. He says, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. And He will tell you things to come. Folks, the Holy Spirit guided the New Testament writers about the person of Jesus Christ. Next, the Holy Spirit empowers us, as Micah proclaims in Micah 3 and 8, saying, But truly I am full of the power by the Spirit of the Lord, and of justice and might, to declare to Jacob his transgressions, and to Israel his sin. Micah is declaring that, unlike the false prophets of his day, he was called by God and used the word of God, not his own words. Next, the Holy Spirit sanctifies us and has done this from the beginning. 2 Thessalonians 2.13, the B part says, Because God, from the beginning, chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. My Christian comrades, God chose you before you chose God. He did this before the beginning of time, and the Spirit has sanctified you. Next, the Holy Spirit bears witness that we belong to God, as written in Romans 8 and 16. Also, the Holy Spirit comforts us. Jesus says in John 14, 16, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Folks, in these difficult times, we need to know that the Holy Spirit is here for us, he has been here for us, and he will be here for us. We get into trouble when we decide a matter is too small for the Holy Spirit, and we will handle it. We worry about things outside of our control instead of letting the person whose job it is to handle your business take care of your business. This includes small and large matters. He is called the Comforter in the King James Version, the Helper in the New King James Version, the Advocate in the New Living Translation Version, and Counselor in the Revised Standard Version. Whatever you call him, let him do his job. Next, the Holy Spirit gives the believer joy as taught in Romans 14 and 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Folks, I hear so many people are losing their joy these days. Yes, it's difficult when you're trying to work and the children are at home, 
but find joy in having them at home. Yes, it's difficult when you have to wear a mask, but find joy in being alive. Yes, it's difficult being stuck at home, but find the joy of not having to commute each day. Next, the Holy Spirit gives you discernment. I'm amazed at cult leaders like Charles Manson, Jim Jones, David Koresh, and Marshall Applewhite led hundreds to their deaths. When you have the Holy Spirit, he will let you know if the word being preached is true or false. 1 John 4 verses 1 through 6 teaches us how to discern the real from the false prophets by seeing if they proclaim Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Next, the Holy Spirit bears fruit in the believer's lives, as shown in Galatians 5 verses 22 and 23. Believers should have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Finally, the Holy Spirit gives you gifts. These gifts are to be used in the ministry, and Paul discusses these gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 3 through 11. What is your gift? Do you know? If you don't, pray that the Lord will reveal to you your gift and then use it for His glory. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for His work in our lives. And we pray for total immersion in the Holy Spirit and fill us to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like the Holy Spirit to come into your life, accept the work that Jesus Christ has done on the cross. That's all it takes. Will you do that right now? I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you if you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the Donate button. We'd love to hear from you, so you can write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.